Hey everybody, welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk. Booyah. This is our very first episode. We're very, very excited to push this one out to you guys. Try. So let's go ahead and get started with kind of the intent of this podcast, what we're going to cover throughout the years because we plan to be around for a while. Um, Bomb City, of course, we come from... Amarillo. A city that's synonymous with yeah. Pantex. Bombs. Bombs. Just a symboling of <laughs> nuclear, nuclear weapons. weapons and such. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's kind of the influence behind the bomb city. Which is weird. You know, we have all these nuclear weapons, but I've never seen a bomb go off in real life. I don't know about y'all. Never. I mean, never in my life. Never heard of any incidents or anything I, ever happened out there. YouTube videos, man. So, which the internet's a lie, so you know. Exactly, and then we've got locker room talk. Locker room talk can go a lot of different ways. Yeah, uh, cool dude, you, those two so, sentences should not have gone together. To be specific with that, we're going to cover sports, which is going to be a huge content of ours that we're going to drive out to podcast listeners. We're also going to create and um, distribute assortment content or kind of like a spectrum of different topics, variety of things. Jared Scott over here, he's going to be doing a lot of that kind of stuff. He's going to be going into gaming, life. What are the topics? James and I actually, you know, we, we talked about this over text, um, and it was it just kind of randomly happened that we started that conversation. Uh, and he told me, you know, he had this great idea and this great logo and this great name, Bomb City Locker Room Talk. Um, you know, and he had a, I knew he had a good love for sports, and I knew that that was probably going to be the direction that he wanted to take it in. And so, you know, we, we talked and collaborated a little bit about um, making it kind of a, a one, you know, Bomb City Locker Room Talks being a one place stop for pod streaming content. Uh, doing a lot of local stuff, uh, a lot of local politics, um, a lot of local, you know, all yeah. of us, I don't know what Chris does, I just met him, but, uh, you know, the three of us were in education. Uh, and so we can cover, you know, current events with that and, and really just trying to reach as many viewers as we can. Uh, that are kind of in the same situation as we are right now. You know, exactly. we, um, we you know, we're, we're losing sports and we're losing yeah. so many parts of our lives. Exactly, and, yes. You know, we're, we're trying to reach out, uh, reach out to our fellow bomb city bombers. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> I, I like that. I think oh, it's a little, yeah. yeah, reach out, reach out. And no, no, em- no, I, I mean, yellow, I'm in on it. City roses. I go, I like to go with Amarilloites. I think Amarilloites. Amarilloites. Moving on. We're going to cover the first topic that we're really going to go and dive deep in tonight. Is going to be the NFL draft. Draft! Because Lively. I don't know about you guys, but we are very starved for sports right now. And yes. the draft has kind of given us a breath of fresh air, breath of New life. Shit. So we're going to dive right in. Um, most shocking pick of the first round, which is from the Dallas Cowboys with CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb. Boys, y'all got lucky on that. Fucking fell all the way down to y'all. He should have been I'm going. On. He should not have gotten past. What, y'all, not, y'all picked what? 14th, it can't be 17th? luck. It can't be luck. Y'all picked seventeenth or some shit. No, it it wasn't it's, luck. It's, it's the absolutely the, the other teams just said, "Well, we don't need him." I I, I, didn't I mean that, that's yeah. it's not I mean, luck. We I think people are yeah. I mean, I, I mean rugs went first before all the the trio that were supposed to go. You know, it was as far as everybody knew, it was Lamb, it was Judy, and then Rugs. Yeah. But surprise, surprise, Rugs went way up, what, four picks before? Right, right, right. And, you know, for me, I, you know, all the draft analysis that I kept up with and, and studied before this even went down, you know, I thought CD was going to go anywhere from 10 to 13. Right. Maybe as high as yeah. 14. But to fall all the way to 17, I, I was like, no, nah, there's no way. I mean, he was sixth overall on the Cowboys draft board. There were, they, they went through every possible scenario to see, you know, where well, they might take him, but it, it just wasn't a realistic possibility until Oakland passed on him, got rugs, and we he just continued to fall. Him, yeah. I thought maybe Atlanta might have picked him up before we drafted, you know, the, the 16th spot. But, you know, they're pretty set at receiver with Julio Jones and, and uh, Muhammad. So I just felt like the Cowboys addressed a strength and made it stronger. Well – and here's with, the there's nothing wrong with that, but we do need help on the defensive side yeah. of the ball. But at, at that point, at pick number 17, you couldn't pass up 
No, God no. Y'all f- did what no, y'all did. Yeah, that a was future Hall of Famer, exactly. perhaps with yeah the the talent that you see once in a generation. So I, I'm happy with the pick. I'm glad that they did. Jerry didn't screw it up because you know there was a possibility that he could have done that. I mean, let's well, be honest, I, guys. I mean, I would, I would Aaron has done that in the past. Am I, I mean, right? honestly, yeah. I mean, Jones has been. Every damn year, every you sit there, you're like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like, yeah. but I guess this year he was sitting on a super yacht, you know, trying yeah. to be a player, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. and I guess he got comfortable. And man, he did a damn good job well, with. I mean, he the didn't picks. really have to do nothing. Once CD Lamb fell to y'all, it was like if you don't pick him up, you know, well, you're, yeah. you're going to be the laughing stock of the NFL because whoever is behind you is going to pick him up. You know, I mean, that was know, insane. We, I feel, I feel, I mean, we picked up. Uh, as the 49ers, we picked up a really good defensive lineman, but I wanted Lamb. I was so pissed off. He was there. We could have got him. We didn't get him. But, you know, that's it's a whole other story. You know, we give Jerry a lot of grief for the drafting over the years, but, you know, in fact, he's – Cowboys have put out the second most pro bowlers next to Kansas City the past 10 years. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, they we haven't done terrible in the draft. There's some players we would have liked to uh, work out. I mean, and well, and th- that's the other thing. This whole COVID thing and all that, doing it all online and conferencing and all that, they didn't get to do a pro day with any of these players. And everything that they could see physically was online on camera. So you, you see them run 40 yard dashes, do shuttles and all that stuff online. So, you know, they didn't really get to test them. And then, you know, the Wonder League, all that stuff was online so they got it all through email exactly. and stuff. so right right as good as all the picks seemed for the teams that got the good picks and the teams that seemed like they got the bad picks you don't know how that's gonna all work out for at least another year another two years you know because it could just be reversed it might just seem like a terrible pick like philadelphia and, and then we'll get into that yeah. yes but, <laughs> but sticking with the cowboys um Absolutely. Sticking with well, even with the Cowboys right here. After we got CD Lamb, bam, man, we went straight hard with the defense. Yeah, we got a couple cornerbacks. We got a good center. Yeah, too. did do that. Yeah, the center was what y'all need. Center was yeah. We need. I mean, yeah, he's gonna be a rookie, but I mean, he's Wisconsin has developed great, great yeah, linemen, exactly. Especially yeah. centers. They are known for that. Blocking so. for guys like Jonathan Taylor, you know. But at the same time, we got a DN, we got a D tackle. That's going to help out, really switch out that D hey, line throughout the year. The Dallas Sooners. Let's hear it, guys. Uh-huh. I mean, come oh, wow, dude. If you, you got two. Yeah, you have two. I will, I will you got stop two. Hey, hanging got, out with you if you start saying <laughs> Dallas Sooners. Well, all, I mean, all no my buddies more. that are UT fans, I mean, they can stop hating on uh, – that are Cowboys fans but, as well. They can stop hating – and embrace these guys. You know, but I'm really surprised about their last pick. Great players. And I kind of I, I kind of agree with this. They picked up uh, the quarterback from James Madison. You know, if anybody doesn't know what James Madison is, they have been a, a D2 school. Uh, they've gone just to about to the national championship just about every year. Uh, them in North yes. Dakota. North Dakota State. North Dakota State are always playing. Really? So, it's not like he's a bad quarterback. I mean, he's a developed quarterback. He's a, he, they. He, I think he's losing records like maybe two or three games. If that, I mean, this quarterback is a really good pick. So I agree. I agree. I mean, I do like the center. I like you know the guy from Wisconsin, like you said, mm-hmm. um, Neville Gallimore. I've I saw every snap of his for the past three years, and he develops so much. Over the past two years, he's from Canada. He's a big kid. He didn't start playing football till later. Ah, they call it football in Canada. <laughs> what is it? You heard they, it here first, folks. From James, he got it. Yeah, he is it? He played. He played nice. ball in case from Canada, and he's he's a beast. And I'm I'm happy that we got him in that third round with the 80, 82nd pick. But um, you know, wrapping up with the Cowboys and what they did, I'm just elated that we picked up the best player at the time when we drafted in the first round. I mean, sometimes you just can't pass up a player of that caliber when, you know, it's your turn to choose. I mean, I'm glad Jerry didn't fumble this because it could have I mean, could have been a disaster and he he could have regretted it. Yeah, but that statement alone just makes me feel when you say when you have to say, man, he was the best player available at the time. Man, you just know going into that statement though that there's just heartbreak around it and 
You know, I mean, I mean it was a good first-round pick, but that's never been the Cowboys' problem. The Cowboys' problem has been after their first-round picks, it's it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, good, good good job, Jerry Jones, on that one pick. Then he went and oh. drove around his yacht. <laughs> Didn't do anything else the rest of the night. In the day. Uh, <laughs> his uh, nurse was pretty hot. Did you see her? She came in to help him read oh, read yeah. the uh, read the picks in the I night rounds. I thought that was his wife. Well, I, I saw, dude. I, she I, was like thirty. There's, no, I mean, it could be his wife. I'm not saying. What if his wife's well. a nurse? Well, she's hey. I, saw, I saw he couldn't hold the phone. He had, oh, dude. He had that whoever she was holding well, the phone. Now for I just feel talking. So no, no, yeah, I don't know. I feel bad about. He, it. I mean, I, mean I know he's sitting on a 500 foot yard, and I feel bad for this. Oh, guy. Shit, if I got to get on my boat, I'll hold his phone too. <laughs> And yeah. something else what you made you. Yeah. Um, sure. I mean, you got, you got to do what you got to do to get in life. There's right. nothing wrong with holding that phone on that 500-foot yacht. I'm with you, my hey, man. Bro. There's nothing no, wrong. No I don't joke. even know where is he anchored at. Where is he anchored at? He's off the coast of Texas? Probably not. No, Bali and some shit. I was about to say, French Polynesia. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's beautiful there <laughs> yeah. year-round. He's got some guy with the Wi-Fi network hovering on the hel- helicopter <laughs> waiting just for him to do something. He's like, yeah. No, damn! I'm looking at you, James. But yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Nobody no, but the, surely he has his own satellite with, with that provides him I mean, satellite he's internet. Got a just constantly. Pad, so, you know, I don't know. If you if you can't if you can't get the uh, Dish TV network, you know, that then what true. are you doing? I mean, that is true. Why would you want 500 foot yacht and no cable? Exactly. That's why it is what it is. Jerry's Jerry. He's that's why do he's Jerry streaming, things. man. Come on now. So. You know, not hating. We'll see Just what the Cowboys do with this draft. Ugh. I think that they there's high potential. Um, who knows? CD next. You know, Michael Irvin, Des Bryant. We'll we'll just have to see. We don't know. Oh, don't you say Des Bryant? But with that, that with Randall Cobb being gone in the slot, I mean, CD lined up at um, slot forty to fifty percent of the time in Oklahoma, so that's going to be great for the Cowboys to utilize his slot. Uh, you know, versatility. He can also line up on the outside. So, and at times, let's be honest, Amari Cooper kind of vanished, disappeared. So, there could be a new number one in Dallas. We'll have to see. Well, like I said, maybe he'll set a standard and kind of go from there. I mean, that's can't go wrong with that one bit. So, if CD Lamb can help out these receivers and help, you know, they help out, it should be a dominant. They should be. I mean, they can't be anywhere. So, I mean, I'm sorry. Michael Gallup is Michael Gallup. Amari Cooper is Amari Cooper. Y'all needed a receiver. So I think getting C.D. Lamb is going to open it up for both of those other guys. That's why they're I mean, with the Cowboys getting C.D. Lamb, we're definitely in the ballpark to be one of the, if not best offenses in the league besides, you know, Kansas City. All right. So let's move on. Any other draft uh, you want to go in? I'd like to talk about Tua at Miami. Um. I thought that was interesting because, you know, we all knew he was going to go high. Um, I, man, I've told you, I'm not, I'm not big on Tua. I'm not big on that guy. He doesn't have to start right guy. away. And Fitzpatrick, you know, I say let him take the reins maybe even the entire year. He, I mean, if he takes the reins, it's going to be his – he's good for two, two games. Two games, he'll, he's going to score high, get a, get a shit ton of, of touchdowns. And then get a contract and just sit there. And then two is going to come in. And what's what's two going to do now? He's got protection. He's picking up running back. They got the, Matt Breida, the guy from the Niners, and they picked up uh, somebody else. They picked up another running back that's going to be the starter. They're good. They're going to be good, especially in that division. That division is not great. And so uh, with Tom Brady gone, they. There's no reason. Buffalo's probably going to be there. So right. every, everybody else in that division has a shot. And now we've got an extra team going into the playoffs. That leaves it open for whoever. Whoever. I mean. Exactly. I, you know, I feel like they should treat this year for Tua like a redshirt year, you know, almost. Yeah. He doesn't need to start right away. The Dolphins no. are what they are. I mean, the only direction they can go is up from here. I mean, they did. They won five of the last nine games. They have a better record than the Patriots in that span of games. So, you know, they, they didn't end the season terribly, but they sure as hell did start the season terribly. Yeah, but, <laughs> but at the same time, they need to just go ahead. Like you said, let them just sit there and watch and then throw them in. 
I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. They have, they have absolutely nothing to lose. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, they probably would have won more games if they would have had Ray Finkel. Ray Finkel's the guy. <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Right. Laces out. Laces right. out, baby. The other, the other uh, pick I wanted to specifically talk about was the Green Bay pick with Jordan Love. You know, they moved up from, yes. from uh, pick number 30 to 26. It's interesting because, you know, we've all seen Aaron Rodgers play. We have I some mean, friends of the show that are Packer fans. And we do. We, yes. That will be a heavy topic in, in episodes to come. But you know what? I'm not surprised that the Packers picked Jordan Love. Some people, you know, had their differences about who they should go with, but I don't think it's a bad pick at all. I think he could be a future franchise starter. I mean, he at Utah State, Jordan Love has had three different offensive coordinators. <clears throat> And well, I, I, mean, I just it, think he's going to have more stability now that he's with an organization, you a professional organization like yeah. the Packers. And he doesn't have to start right away. He can sit behind Aaron Rodgers for three years. Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for three years. He didn't start until 2008. So I, I think that's where we're having a problem is how do you get a new quarterback if you're a team with an elite quarterback? You know what I mean? Like right. Aaron Rodgers, like Drew Brees, he's going to face that soon. And I think now that Green Bay has – gotten a quarterback to sit there behind Aaron Rodgers, I think now that's going to push Drew Brees and them. I don't think it's Taysom Hill. I think they're going to go after somebody else. And Taysom Hill is going to be sitting there and just he's going to get traded, get rid of. But I mean, look, Rodgers turns 37 in December. Yeah, 37, yes. 37 December. He has four years and 78 mil left on his deal. So, Jeez. Yeah. Um, and think of the players they can get with that money if they just. I mean, what, let's, let's go back when in 2005 when Green Bay drafted Aaron Rodgers. No one really expected them to get Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. in that draft. He just kind of fell. He fell and fell, and they, they just couldn't pass him up at that point. Uh, he was a solid pick, and. He sure and and he, did he did sit behind Barbara for three years. Yeah, exactly. which which is good for Jordan Love. He's sitting behind one of the best quarterbacks to ever be in the league. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with Jordan Love there, but in the league now, you can't do like you can like you could before with Aaron Rodgers. You can't have Jordan Love sit there forever. No, you know, I think what a two years two years shelf life for a quarterback that's that before they just become a backup. Right. You know? right. I mean, I think that's why we jumped on Garoppolo. You know, I think that's why Belichick was okay with us taking him because, I mean, if Brady, if he would have known if Brady was going to leave, maybe he would have held on to Garoppolo. Exactly. But now. Well, Rodgers is older than Brett Favre was when Green Bay drafted Rodgers in 2005. So yeah. it's about yeah. time. It's just the cycle's repeating itself. We'll see mm-hmm. how it works out. So uh, two years. Two years and cut him loose. I would say I would, I would. That's the longest time span. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Yeah. Two years is the longest. I don't, because you want to give him a few years in at least with the building seasons yeah. and stuff like that. But I mean, it's not going to happen next year. They're going to. He's no. going to play this year. If and we play this year. If we play this year, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Exactly. So, that, that's coming if up we soon. Get into yeah, the, that's coming up soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll which now that. starts counting against Aaron Rodgers' age, though. Even though he's not getting yeah. that season, he's still aging. You know, yeah. and the, now it's even worse because he's just sitting around not doing nothing. But he's Aaron Rodgers Ver, versus Jordan Love, who is what twenty. And look, 20, Aaron, I don't know, but he's still. But has but but has Green Bay for if if Aaron were to stay more than two years or something like that, have they created the offensive line that Belichick provided to Brady? Brady got to sit back and coast the majority of his well, career. <laughs> true. I mean, yes, he's good. He can pass and all, but I could probably. Uh, I'm not going to make that joke. That's not even near <laughs> funny, but. He doesn't have – I mean, it's not the same setup. Yes, he's Aaron Rodgers, but, I mean, 37 is 37 in, in football years. Yeah. I mean, actually, that's a good point because uh, Tom Brady was taking over a Super Bowl team. Drew Bledsoe had a Super Bowl team with the Patriots well, yeah, at that right, time. Right. And Tom Brady still gives Bledsoe the, the but credit. not a Super Bowl yeah. team. Yeah. They're, I mean, we, they're, they're getting to the playoffs, fine. But how far can that take you? That first Super Bowl year with Brady, you know, uh, Brady gets hurt. In the playoffs, yeah. remember that Bledsoe yeah. comes in and saves him. Yeah, and he then, owes a lot of credit to Bledsoe. Yep. So you know that team was prepared to make a run. They were, they were pretty solid all the yep. way around. So, um, moving on to, I'll, I'd like to bring up the Chargers a little bit. 
they went a new direction with the quarterback since we're on the topic of uh, drafting new quarterbacks. Absolutely. You know, this is the first time in 10 years that Phillip Rivers will not be under center for the Chargers. Um, they have Tyrod Taylor right now, and they drafted Justin Herbert. Herbert, yes. So, kind of like the situation in Miami. Does Herbert need to come start away? Does Tua need to start away? I don't think so. They they have... If anything, I, I would put Herbert in right away. Oh, I would yes. put Herbert I would right in. You all the way because the, I mean, yeah. He, I mean, come on now. He's from Oregon. He's on that West Coast. He's comfortable. I mean, it's just a comfortability yeah. thing. I know that sounds weird, but it's not. I mean, he knows what to expect. He's going to go in there. I think go ahead and just right. let's do it. I, I, I see mean, what you're saying. I I mean, saying. Uh, think about this: the charge didn't really change the offense. They just got rid of Philip Rivers, Tyrod mm-hmm. Taylor. All the offenses he's been on Buffalo. And uh, whoever he got drafted on, I mean, shoot, I mean, he was with the Browns too, exactly. And he had a good, he had a good little core with him. But he's he, been always a running quarterback. Yeah, the Chargers have ne- Philip Rivers is not a running quarterback. Well, the but, thing is, but the reason why I say start Tyrod Taylor right away, their team is built to win now. They oh, yeah. have they have a good team. Yes, and why not let Tyrod start, take the reins. Play most of the season. Play till he just can't hack it anymore, and he's not being efficient. Oh, and I don't think so. In winning games, and then throw Herbert in there. But I think Tyrod should start. I think that's the best move for the organization, for their team moving forward because they are built right now to win. They're built right now to win a couple of games, get a good record, but they don't pull out, pull pull in when the playoffs start. They don't do it. They just can't do it. Philip Rivers. One one playoff game, he's out. He's like, you know, he just can't do it. And I think they need to, they need to go ahead and mash that reset button and restart instead of just adding on to. I mean, I think right now they're just putting on a napkin over a cut instead of a band aid and stopping the, stopping the bleeding until well, it, you until know. that wound starts opening up and then they're going to throw the the young kid in there to, yeah, to save the day. They got a new, but, but got a new stadium, kind of like with I mean, Cleveland Baker, you know. And I hate to, they have a new stadium. They got to have to put Herbert in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I because say start. I, if, if I was going to buy a ticket and I heard that what's what's uh, if Herbert was starting, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I mean, take it. I want to see him. I understand that aspect, seen, but I don't want to see the new quarterback in how long? Ten years, you said? Yeah. What? Twenty. Justin years? Herbert is the first quarterback that they've taken in the first round since Eli Manning in 2004. Now, if you don't remember this, <laughs> yeah. you know they Eli Manning never suited up for the Chargers. No, he was traded that same night for Philip Rivers at the Giants. So they made that swap. The rest is history. Philip Rivers be, became a star. In San Diego, unfortunately, he couldn't get the job done. He was on some really good teams. He was a good quarterback. And I also got to throw this in, just because I see a different side of it as well. He's—I mean, he—he's a bit. He's going to be a big name, Herbert. You're They're going to need that. Ticket sales are going to be down this year. Merchandise, yeah. everything's going to be down this year. Yeah. If you can put someone like him at the front, it will automatically sell merchandise. It will sell tickets. It will sell what you need to, at least at the at the business side level of it, to get the momentum that you would want. Will, and, it, will it be successful? I mean, that's 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 a 50-50, but that will at least help the the league, and then the, also, league the company. With that, too, I mean, he took a, he took a mediocre Oregon team, and he kept them around. He kept them. Oh, yeah, we're talking about we're talking about uh, we're, we're we're on a we're online right now as we're doing this. We're on the online. You know, we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> sorry, to, we're sorry, hey, hey, Ron. Sorry, guy. We're we're on the line here. On the line, what we're looking, looking up at? stuff. And well, we were just talking about Jerry Jones's uh, helper. I, guess, I think we were uh, doing that off yeah. record. But oh, were we? <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, if you haven't, you know. But either way. There, there are some considerations uh, that we were considering. Yahoo and Twitter is all over it. They're trying to find out who this girl is. Apparently, she's the one that had to hold his phone and, uh, you know, find out what's going on for him. He's, I don't know. We don't know who she is. We'll get to the bottom of that. We'll figure out that mystery. Oh, the Cowboys fans don't want to know who she is. We don't care. Hey. TMZ so, wants to know. Is there anything else, guys? We, we're going to wrap it up with the Chargers here because we just were on the hot topic with the quarterback situation. Um, I've got one I'm more thing. I've got, I, do, I do have one more thing that I want to say, and that's that 
where the Chargers located again? L.A. Exactly. LA. Personality matters. Show is going to matter. I'll guarantee it. Herbert starts. I don't oh, think I so. I don't I think so. I, I think I think Tyrod. Well, it's three to one, James. Tyrod's been on four teams, man. You're not gonna. Let's, pick talk, up that let's guy talk to the audience. Audience, can we get a quick poll, real quick? Will Herbert start? The audience agrees. Herbert will yeah, start. Yeah. There you go. Huge possibility, but you know what? It could. It, they could give Tyrod the the starting job, and then. Well, I mean, he'll start. Like, he's not gonna go past one game. I mean, Ooh, I, we've I will, seen this I'll before. This. We've seen this before. I mean, it, it happens all the time with, with these veteran quarterbacks taking over the offense while the young rookie sits behind them, learns, whether it be a year, whether it be a few games. Yeah, but do you I really just, want I just think that's what's going to happen. I'm not saying that Tyrod's going to finish the season as a starter, but I do think that he's going to play for a majority of the season, and either he's going to get hurt or he's going to screw up. Okay, okay but do Herbert's you really in. want Herbert sitting behind Tyrod? A journeyman quarterback. The guy goes where the paycheck is now at this point because he's not good enough do you to really, be a starter. Do you really want Herbert to take over reins as a rookie who's not ready to be a starter right let's, now? Let's get him with going. a team that's ready to win. Let's get think of the disastrous right possibility that could go down. But he's a bright kid. You know, he won the William yeah, V. Campbell Trophy. Yeah. He's a smart kid. He'll be able to pick up the offense, pick pick up the plays. It's just whether or not I think you know he has the academic or the uh, the, the athletic ability to do it. But I agree. It's, it's, I it's agree. whether or not the coaches. I'm not can saying get him he can't. I'm just point. saying I'm just trying to convey what I because you don't think want him to pick happen. up bad habits. Right. Ex- ex- exactly. Too. I mean, you don't want him to sit behind a, like I said, a journeyman. Tyrod's been in the league. What I don't know how long he's been in the league, but it's five years more. Maybe you don't want him to pick up those bad habits because you don't want your money to be spent yeah. drafting this quarterback. And just to have it in four years, you trade him off to be a backup in Cleveland. And we just, you know? yeah, and we just settled this whole conversation with Rodgers. If you had an Aaron Rodgers, you'll, you, you know, you'll sit your new rookie exactly. for a couple of years, learn, and then when it's fiscally responsible, you kick Rodgers to the curb, you yeah. bring him up, and Rodgers either retires and goes to work at ESPN. Or comes back with Brett Favre and plays in the XFL. <laughs> 2025, call yes. him it now. Yes. XFL, third rendition. Uh, nice. Nice. I'm with that. I'm with that. Just a little uh, off subject real quick. He threw, at Oregon, he threw for 10,541 yards and 95 touchdowns. That's half the size of Jerry Jones' boat. <laughs> oh! <laughs> true. Wow. No. True that. <laughs> oh, no. Also, he had a 63.9% completion rate. Like, no, right, right. The guy and knows the guy far knows, north, so the air is heavier there. And on top of that, he, he's, I mean, Oregon has not produced great receivers in a long time. So it's, yeah. So, I mean, he's going to have, like I said, he's going to be a good fit. I he's going to go in there. Yeah. No, I agree. And he's going to just, he's, he's going to be, yeah, it's gonna, he's, every, every quarterback is going to be scared, but he's going to be freaking good at handling the pressure and just going and competing. So, I mean, yeah, with free agency, you don't know. You don't want to spend the money. That's the, the whole thing. You don't want to spend the money and have a guy just sit there on your bench forever. Yeah. Eventually, you have to pull the trigger. Well, in the league right now, you got to do it pretty fast. You got to pull it out fast. Exactly right. Yes. I mean. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would. I would. But I don't want him sitting behind Tyrod Taylor. I mean, look at Baker. Life. Look at Baker. I mean, did he start right away? Nope. Did he no. need to start right away? Eh. He, but who did he sit behind? Tyrod Taylor. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. And Tyrod Taylor fell, and, and then Baker came. And that's in. what I'm saying. Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor. Was he really the hurt. reason that Baker fell, though? I mean, was he really oh, the, reason? the reason that Baker fell? Oh, okay. He was the reason that Baker was the came reason. in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Which is why that's what we're talking hey, about. Hey, don't hate on Baker. Tyrod. He's, he's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. Yeah, I don't know, man. After the coronavirus. <laughs> Will he, if anyone's not going to make it, I'm afraid I must say in the NFL. It, hey, just to switch a little subject, you know, I hate uh-huh. to do this to the 49er fan over here. Oh, shit. Kansas City, they picked up Clyde Edwards. Hilaire. Hilaire, yeah. No. Great LSU Freaking back. good running back. Like, great. I, they have both. Great they have, pass. They're they're both, have, they have both Williams brothers or, you know, Damian and the other Williams I mean, brother running. I mean, you, they. They picked up another running back. You're That's giving fine. you're giving Patrick Mahomes another great great. They picked up another running back, dude. They're, it just shows you that another running back. They need a receiver. They really okay. McColl isn't super great. Tyreek is good, but on a burner, and that's it. <laughs> but they know? got that ring though, man. 
Well, the refs did too. Oh, well, you know, you, can, oh, you, you cannot blame refs. On. It should oh, never. No. It, it is. Yeah. And any game should never come to that point. It shouldn't, but it did, didn't it? Well, as a coach, I know it sucks, but it should never come to that point. It shouldn't have. It shouldn't have. So you just got to suck it up. Hey, hey, I'm all right. They beat us, you know, but I'm just saying. You know, I I mean. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. All right. I'm just saying. (laughs) All right. We're going to move into a new topic here involving sports. However, it's going to be a little bit different. We're all going through some weird, strange times right now with this coronavirus, and it's affected sports in a weird, kind of funky way. This has never happened. It's unprecedented, right, guys? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's never occurred. We've never, you know, stopped our sporting events for a pandemic like this. It's very bizarre. It's strange. So we're going to get into a little bit of, you know, what we think about it. And what direction we think this is going to go moving forward. Because we, we, we hope that this is going to go away. Our beloved sports are no longer. And we're kind of losing our minds right now. To yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. So. Yep. And uh, y'all are listening. Y'all are going to get this. And you're going to be like, they started a podcast in the middle of the quarantine? It's <laughs> the best that's, time. That's no, the balls on. we got. That's the balls we got. And you're, you're welcome. You know, starting off with this topic and everything. As, as we have... Uh, as we progress, as we progress, you know, with the whole virus, I know if, as a, I'm probably one of the biggest college football fans there is. It doesn't. Oh, I'm a big tech fan. Too, that's brother. where I went, graduated, and everything. Hey, me too. So uh, yeah. So that's the thing. I love it. And I, right now, not getting to watch anything about spring football. Yes. For tech, and then the other teams around this nation. That's been very, very difficult. I want to piggyback off of that. You know, last spring, my family and I, we went to the OU spring game, and we were planning on going again this year. And I'm just like Aaron. We're huge, huge college football fans, you know. And it it breaks my heart not to be able to even follow spring ball because spring ball was such a big deal. It is. It is. I mean, to a lot of people, it's not, but – Guys like us, that's the most opportunity to see the players, man. One of the biggest things uh, I think most of the people don't understand that, yes, the NCAA did give the okay to say, hey, yeah, you can come back for your senior year if you don't, you know, if the the virus is still coming around and it's still here and still affecting the season. But it's up to the institution, too. Right now, the biggest thing that happened a couple weeks ago. Wisconsin was the first university to say, hey, seniors, we're sorry, but you're done. Yeah, as and, it should be. I mean, as I feel it should be. Because I was, at first, you know, I was a little heartbroken, but then I'm like, it's just, it's, well, here you go. It's, That's a facts of life. Yeah, it's I one mean, of those things. It's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to bite. I mean, it's, I mean, I, I, I mean, if you think about it from our point of view, we're looking forward to seeing these players play. You know, college, NFL, don't matter. Hockey, everything, yeah. everything. We we want to see these players play. But if they get injured, you're mad that they get injured. Yeah. But you go ahead and watch the game anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't want to see your player. This is something that they can actually control. Getting, you know, the COVID shit and all that stuff. They don't have to go. And I mean, the NBA, look how fast it went with them. They even were pulling out people in the middle of a game. They held the game for an hour. Oh, they were the first to suspend their season on March yeah. 12th. So yeah. that was I mean, huge. They, they were about to start playing, and a couple yeah. of players tested positive for it. Yeah. And they held the start of the game for a whole hour. Right. And then they were like, uh, no, the game's not going on. So, I mean. You know, and when we look back at that now with everything else, I mean, of course, hindsight's twenty twenty. We yeah. all have that captain hindsight. But could you imagine if that would have happened now, where there was a case and they kept everyone in the same enclosed building with recirculated air for an hour? I mean, it's 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 crazy to think now, but that just goes to show. What was that? You said March twelfth. March twelfth. Yep. I mean, so I mean, what is that? Forty five days ago ish. Forty days ago, and 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 now we've shifted so much in that mindset. Immediately after the NBA suspended their season, the Mm -hmm. NCAA canceled all remaining spring and winter championships i mean it just was like a domino effect after that you know whenever they you know when they did cancel that but also with whenever they were saying well we can go ahead and proceed without fans right i mean i don't know about y'all i mean i know i played sports and 
having the fans is probably the biggest thing to have as an athlete. That's what you play for. You play for a crowd. You play yeah. for the, the the glory. Yeah, and exactly. that's that's why you do. It. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, if if these leagues go on and start playing games without any fans or anything, and somebody wins the championship, you know, like baseball's thinking about doing it, doing it like how they handle spring baseball, cactus, cactus league, and all that shit. If they're gonna do it without fans, and let's say the Padres win the pennant, they win it all. There's gonna be asterisks. You know, there's gonna be asterisks. Everybody's gonna be, oh, it was a short yeah, season. It was out. That's a COVID championship. Sure. Right, I mean, you know, right. once what? Because I think everything's gonna go by once everybody gets their whole shit together. But any championships, any sports stuff that goes on, I want to see sport. But if they do it now, there's gonna be that. Oh, they're the COVID championship. Uh, no, they're exactly. the COVID championship. Exactly. You know what I mean? So there's gonna be that. You know, it's one of those things you're like, well, yeah, you'll, you'll always be remembered. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. But you'll be remembered by something so <laughs> the sickness. Exactly. Something whether, so, whether it's know, the small, sickness cup. Yeah. Yeah. whether it's the MLB, the NH- NHL, exactly, yeah. the Olympics. I mean, everybody's going to be whoever succeeds in that, you know, era is going to mm-hmm. they're forever going to have that stigma. Oh, always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Asterix. Yeah. And, you know. and I mean, you're everybody's going to question. Oh, well. You did good at that time. Yeah. Let's yeah. see what happens when. And, you know, this could affect, this is going to affect how, you know, like social distancing will change the way that we attend games. This is going to be something that's <laughs> going to last. It's yeah. not, it's not a, a come and go thing. I, I just think, especially throughout the remainder of this year, for sure, um, things are going to have to change and to stop the spread. And we're not going to be able to enjoy the games. The, okay. the sports that we normally are accustomed to because of this. Then I've got a question. Let's say, let's say, in October, in October, they're like, okay, we uh, got a vaccine. Everybody's good. You're good. Everybody, you know, we're gonna, we can create just a lot of this vaccine, and all you got to do is just take a tablet, and they send it out to everybody in America. Everybody gets it. We're all done by the end of October. It's done, right? And then. How long do you think it will take y'all before y'all go sit in a crowded movie theater or go sit in goddamn Walmart or just go to Walmart? Jeez. I'll be like, man, can you scoot two seats over? (laughs) Right. I mean, like, you're still going to be asking, like, I mean, mean, obviously, there's no there's no way that's going to happen that way. You know, the odds of a vaccine being created in the next six months from now are just, I mean, pipe dream, in my opinion. Right. At least, but you know, even then, I think the idea of of us being able to return to the normalcy that was August to October to football season two thousand nineteen to two football season this year, it's it's just not going to happen. Well, how long do you think that uh, you would be able to go to that crowded of a place now? Because I used to, I never used to think of yeah. you know going sit at the movie theater next to a hundred people. I don't think it's going to happen cool. this year. I don't think the idea that they're going to open up stadiums to 50,000 yeah, plus yeah. people is it's not going to I just don't see it happening this year at all. Yeah. Um, I do. Mm. And, and that's what the sad part is. I mean, you know, we can have sports, but you know, I agree with Aaron. It, it's it's the show of it. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you yeah. go, it's still it's still something of, of of a mirror, not really a miracle. It's just really badass to see. Yeah. You know, 100,000 yeah. people, 70,000 people that are there, and, you know, and I've been to a couple of professional games and they are it's completely different. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, a, it's yeah, a, it's yeah, just definitely. a different culture that's there and it's a different experience than when you see it at home. Even even the nosebleeds. Yeah. You know, when I watched Kansas <laughs> yeah. City play the Bears back in like 2004, it was the highest nose Please, you know, with my aunt that took us and everything. But those days are just, at least in the foreseeable future, gone. Yeah. You know, surely we'll get to a point uh, in the future where, you know, handshakes, you know, they're saying, you know, there yeah. may be a point soon where you won't give handshakes anymore, well, which is fine. I don't like touching strangers. Right. But, you know, I, I do business professional things, I handshakes. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they were to get to the point of getting it good by the end of the year, because right. everybody has their own personal, you know, because it nobody's going to forget this. No. no, it, no. Nobody's going to forget no. this now. You know, 2020 is going to be the COVID year, you know. Right. COVID-19, nah. It should it's be just COVID-2020 right. right now. It's, it's, it's going it's yeah. to overtake every single memory yeah. of this and, year. And, I mean, the sure. people, that's what I'm saying. If 
it gets done. We somehow magically get to the point where it's done by the end of 2020. Then how long is it going to take everybody to everybody here at this table to be like back to normal? Well, and see, we're a bad judge for this topic, but you have to think just, True. I mean, you know, the, and let me see, I'll try to see, um, Aaron, somebody else talk. Cause I want to find this poll that I read earlier today that it talks about, you know, even if everything was open back up, you're going to have that 13 to 20% of people. And I'll try to find mm-hmm. the poll 13 to 20% that are fine and comfortable going back out. But the majority of the people just, they're just not there. I, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I mean, I still like if if there was a well, national, yeah, global, where we did it, we defeated. Well, right now, you know, I mean, if this if it keeps up where we're doing right now, college football could be starting late. They're right now they're predicting right now about late February, if not early in March of next year. Yeah, you know, and they they were they're pushing it all the way to have the championship in June. You yeah. know, and that I mean. Yeah, that's it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy for any of us, even you know. But here's how: how do we go back to normal after that? Because uh, you can't just say, "Well, hey, we played the season. Now we get July, and now can we go right back into yeah. to August?" It's normal now. It's back. It's that, one that, of those. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, with uh, like, even if they declared it safe, you know, uh-huh. the World Health Organization was like, "This is the cure. This is what we did. You know, we defeated it." And now it's our friend and all that. That I'm would be still, suspect. <laughs> I, I know I watch Resident no, no, Evil. No, no, Resident good, Evil, good. Resident <laughs> Evil. That's right. But like, I, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna be done and then go in January and be like, oh, there's five Marvel films ready to start playing in 2021. Let's go sit in the small box of 150 people and watch this movie. Right. You know, for a, a, three, a movie hours. theater, a stadium is like it's a petri dish. Yeah, I, for, I mean, for the virus, and I mean, it only takes one. And so no, I, and there's only there's always one stupid one stupid mofo that's gonna do it. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I mean it's it's always gonna be. I think always in the back of my head that somebody could still have it. Even if we're not, you know, it's that statement right there. It's always gonna be in the back of your head. You know, I, I looked at it. Um, I saw it on Politico. It was a CBS News poll published Thursday, and seventy percent of the respondents believe that the country's top priority now should be to try to slow the spread of coronavirus. Yeah. So even if you take half of those people that their number one priority is like, I don't care if we have short term loss in the economy, I'm staying at home. If you take half that, you know that's still thirty five percent of the people that will, in the back of their head, just not go. Yeah. You know, oh, Leal's local Leal's is going to be right. open. They fit 120 people. Well, instead, <laughs> they're only going to let in 15 people or 15 groups or something. They're exactly. just not. They're just not going to do it. No. You know, no. and that's that's people's own choice and people's own opinions, and and you know they should have the freedom to do what they want. But I don't see. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's too much. That's too much. I mean, you can't never tell no more. Uh, just the cold. But how, how come we can't stop the cold? How come we can't stop the flu? Because motherfuckers keep walking in with dirty ass hands, rubbing their nose, putting their shit all over the doors of fucking Golden Corral. So when you just try to go in there and get your, your steak and baked potato, chocolate covered shit, <laughs> now you got to fight off. I knew you were going to bring up that chocolate covered fountain. Uh, that fountain, baby. I mean, yeah. I don't care. It is the worst, but at the same time you know my neighbor behind me it's funny you know, he's an older man and uh he every time i talk to him he's like oh it'll go away about a, another week or maybe two more weeks <laughs> today he told me oh it'll be gone by next month i'm like yeah. you know i i'm like well, you know I'm, I'm glad that you're optimistic you know but you know the old my, these old timers man they you know they, they're just like man just put yeah, a little yeah. you know drink a little whiskey maybe smoke a cigarette or just you'll burn it off you know it's like <laughs> right, right. They're, they're in their old tactics yeah, still not go it's away. like yeah, it's amazing how many I mean, people just aren't virologists or epidemiologists yeah. <laughs> because you know he was like oh you're gonna go to back to school next year I was like man I don't have no idea he goes oh you'll be okay I was like as a parent you know I'm yeah, still yeah. Exactly, I'm still very yeah. skeptical uh, of know, sending my kids to yeah. school that's the old school mentality I mean. Yeah, I'm not to really take I've anything serious. Typhoids, though, you know. Right. This but isn't anything different. It's well, the old mentality, but it's the people that saw what happened with the measles. They saw what happened with the mumps. They saw what happened with polio. Yeah, I'm not saying that the that the COVID nineteen is that. I'm just saying you would think of people with that much background on on on, on changes that. Right, you would think, yeah, they, they would, would be, be a little bit more leading receptive. the charge, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. they would know, yeah. Those, especially, especially yeah. the highest risk group. Yeah, exactly. You know, the comorbidities <laughs> of all those people are going yeah. to be there. I Whereas agree. with us, it's not exactly. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's strange. 
this virus. It's it is. It's it's like the I world said. We've devolved into. You know, I've, I've had plenty of conversations with people, and you know, just this just their mentality now has changed a lot. Oh yeah, of a lot oh, of yeah. different people's mentality has changed, and it's like, man, it's it's like I said, it's going to have a big, big, uh, you know, huge impact these next couple of years, and. You know, especially with the sports and everything. Like I said, man, it's it's gonna be hard to, with the, with to the go. Sports, I mean, it's gonna be hard to go to a game and say, "Hey, watch out! Right, don't, you know, right. don't touch me." No. I mean, that's just. I mean, I, I I can remember going to the I went to the Texas and Northern Iowa game back in a couple of years ago in uh, Oklahoma City, and uh, Northern Iowa shot the last second shot, half court shot, made it. I didn't know the dudes around us. We were high fiving, hugging like yeah, we yeah, freaking yeah, won the yeah, Super yeah. Bowl. I mean, I mean, it's like that's. Like, I mean, it's not going to be yeah. like that no more. It's going to be like Woo. exactly. I mean, and then yeah. Even if you pay the money to go watch a sporting event, you're going to be questioning the people around you. You know exactly. what I mean? Right. You know, like the days of high fives, hugging, even selfies yeah. are over. I mean, thank God the selfie days <laughs> are right. right. Exactly. <laughs> think about think about going to a sporting event now, having to get your temperature checked or hand sanitizer on uh, every aisle. Which that's the dumbest thing. Temperature checks. When I hear people saying that we're going to do a temperature check, well, what if you're asymptomatic? You know, they're saying now that you're even more um, you're even more contagious two days before you start showing symptoms. That's just another. You know, everyone. Oh, let me check your temperature and see what's wrong. Well, dude, yeah. I just ran around for the last twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, what exactly. Do you mean? I'm I'm hot. Yeah. What do you I'll, expect? I'll, what if your thermometer sucks because yeah. you bought it for ten dollars at Walmart? Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the thing. Too. A, a fucking laser beam at my forehead, like, oh, yeah. you're ninety eight point five. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have a disease in your blood. Yeah, you're you're good. No, it's oh, like, yeah. what if they're too far yeah. away? <laughs> what if they sneeze and they miss a little bit? Yeah. They sneeze on me, like, dude, it's just. I mean, mandatory temperature I, I fear that, you know, sports is going to be affected long term because of this, because of the amount of revenue that they're not bringing in anymore. The broadcasting revenue is so huge for the NFL, for the NBA, for yeah, Major League money. Baseball. I mean, the money Money's, is huge. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're not going to be able to rake in the cash like they have been. And well, it's, going to, it's going to affect where the sport trends the mm-hmm. next five to ten years i feel like it's going to impact not just this year not just next year i think it's going to have long-term impact oh, yeah well and, you know spring training's coming up it, it would be originally coming up and everything exactly yes what are the odds though that when we get into the conversations about the nfl starting what are the odds that the players are going to say no there's no way that I'm going to get on a field and get right up in the face oh, yeah, of 30 no. other dudes yeah. that no. I'm not really sure what they have. Exactly. There's I mean, so, what are the odds that they, I mean, because let's right. face it, they have the ability to kind of, some of them, some of them have the financial abilities to kind of sit back and do that. And I'm sure mm-hmm. they have good people in their ears saying, this is not the best move yeah. in the middle of a global pandemic to put yourself in this situation. And uh, the, you know, the NBA, that's partially why they were the first, you know, they wanted, everybody wants to be like, they're the leaders. They, you know, they were like, well, we don't. We're not gonna have our season, but the reason why was because the players were like, uh, two two guys in one game, on two different teams, got it. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, there was four people. Oh yeah. And then six and the seven, and then the NBA was like, you know what? Oh yeah, we play in a little area covered in a dome that recycles air, and a lot of people are sitting really close together. So we're gonna go ahead and not play. It was because they didn't want to do it. LeBron James's tweet. LeBron James's tweet. He didn't want it. He was like, no, I'm not doing this. No. All right. The players have the right to speak up and say, no, I'm not going to put myself at risk or my family's health at risk just to play the remainder of the season or even next well, season. I mean, it, 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 they do have that right. They do have that choice. No matter how much money, well, you know. Let me ask you, James. Let me ask contracts. you, James. Let me ask you, James. Dan DeFell plays mostly outside, Right. Hockey plays inside. Baseball plays outside, but yeah. baseball is baseball. But the NFL plays outside. And mostly, do you think that without fans, the players will play? That's the first question. Do you think the players will play if without fans they they were given the opportunity to? If they were given the opportunity to this year? Yes. I don't think so. I, I don't think that they would have the the passion, the the will to yeah. go out there and play, you know, 
an over a hundred game season in, in baseball. I, I just don't see it. I don't. No. I don't think so. Without the the crowd, the crowd is a huge thing. I mean, in baseball, you know, the crowds are a little bit smaller, you know, compared yeah. to other sports. What do you think, Pena? What do you think, Pena? You know, the way I think about this right now is, I think about you know when they're trying to start to reopen the gyms. Okay, I, I know everybody's like, yeah, good to go back work out. All right, you know, you sit down, you start working out, and then hey. I'm gonna come right after you work. I'm gonna sit down. <laughs> I mean, that, no, I'm not gonna. I am not going to. I am not gonna put myself in danger to go work out. And then because that is, you were you were literally just asking to get it. I mean, yeah. it's uh, it's one of those things. And as as a you know as a professional athlete, I mean, you're gonna be physical. You're right there. Doesn't matter what sport you yeah. play. So they're not going to put their life in danger. In you that. don't think so? So you no. don't think so? Do you think so? Uh, you know, I, the way I see it is when we actually, because right now nobody is, is, no one is literally talking about mm-hmm. four months from now, we're going to get into it. I think when the conversations start getting in, um, you know, there have, been, there have been some articles. New York Times has talked a little bit about, um, um, about these clusters of family members and yeah. that, you know, if, if I get it, and I go see my kids at all during the time after I get it, my family, those people have it. Yeah. And so if that's the risk, you know, you have to think uh, on an individual basis, these players that are coming in, are they going to want to take that risk? Are they going to want to stay right. away from their families right. for eight months oh, from yeah. business exactly, exactly. or not? And I which, think, you know, eight, you know, four or five months from now, I think yeah. that's what's going to be the deciding factor. Which brings me to the second point of my question. So if the, if the players are going to do it and they decide not to, because they all have unions, and as a union, they decide not to. I'm just talking to the NFL right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And then the NFL, the owners were like, "Well, you're not going to play. You're not, you're not going to pay. You know what I mean? They're not going to get paid. So, do you think that changes that mindset? It could. It could have a. It could have, play a factor in in the motivational. I mean, aspect of things, but these I players just think, got some really big. And there's not a lot of veteran players. You know, they're the minority, right? I, I, there's I, not a there's there, not there a lot of three you know hundreds yeah. hundreds of millions yeah, of dollars. Tom in these Brady with the Giselle. Bunch Don't get me wrong. I do though. think that there are players that were that would be really willing to risk it and go ahead and play. But I do think that the 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 percentage of people that are players that want to keep themselves safe, their family safe is much higher than the, the percentage of players who don't care or, you know, they need the money. So the majority rules, yeah. I, I just don't think that players would want to put their families and themselves at risk. So, so you think, no, with the players, the players would be ready to sit out the whole, the whole thing so. if they I, had a choice. But, right? you know, according to people like Adam Schefter, uh, he says, speaking to people around the college football this week, there's a strong conviction that there will be college football this fall. So it's an uncertainty about when, but multiple sources are being debated. But they, sh- they should... Uh, <laughs> but a lot, of, a lot of coaches, a lot of major coaches like Lincoln Riley, um, Dabo Sweeney, they've they voiced that, you know, they, they believe college football is going to going to go on it's going to it's going to actually oh, yeah, happen yeah. this fall and you know i'm it personally i don't think it will i think it's going to be pushed back to the spring forcing us to go into the summer you know well, play a national championship next summer it's going to be very awkward and weird but that's just how i feel i think it's it's not going to it's not going to go well, back to normal anytime soon as a, as a leader you have you have to say you got to you got to you got to speak hope you know just like with some of my my athletes, they've asked me, "Hey, coach, when are we going to go back?" I tell them, "You know what? I hope we go back by you know August, September, and we'll get started." That's all I can tell them right now. I hope. Right. I mean, that's what I that's what I'm built to do. That is that's, that's all. What, all of our hope is mm-hmm. that we we start. You want to stay optimistic. Yeah. But we, when we you stay optimistic, but when it comes to realization, you, you know, in the back of your head, it's just. There's a I have I have no right. control of this. Yeah. We have zero control of what's going on. And that's the hardest. That's the hardest part to take right now is just the simple fact that. I mean, we really started documenting, and I and I say that because you know we we get more numbers, especially here in Amarillo. We're getting more numbers every single day, right? Oh, yeah. You know, but we're ramping up testing, and so obviously there's going to be yeah. increasing. Right. Uh, now. The the fact that people don't understand that term exponential. 
But, you know, of course, the more testing that we have, the more the numbers are going to go up. Right. Um, but I think another thing that we need to be looking at is the possibility of, well, what if the models are projecting as they are? You know, all the models have projected a lot higher. Well, the reality is, is that our death rate, our infection rate is significantly lower than what the models were suggesting. And as we start ramping up antibody testing, mm -hmm. that may change as well. If this thing crashes, and I say that in the sense of if our if our daily loss of life rate starts to really starts to really really lower, is it smart to open the season back up, or is it just best to not to just say, hey guys, this year we're gonna we're we're gonna go all in, and and just not play? Like, what would be the best benefit for the COVID nineteen outbreak in y'all's opinion, I think, Sports Center wise? I I I think the best possible approach to this is make 2020 a wash don't Boy. begin don't begin sports in the fall by sports i mean football don't continue the mlb season don't finish the nba season yep. and and just start over next year heck throw college football in the spring it's gonna hurt me it's gonna hurt oh, all of uh, us everybody but yeah you know what 2021 could be a resurgence of the popularity of a, a lot restart. of sports. Let's get you know, uh, restart. A restart, know. and I think next year would be a safe bet to just you know have everything begin whenever we feel like the pandemic is under control. Because you know what, this may bleed into next that, year. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, what's the problem? Is it's I don't think it's really the players, or the fans. I think the fans will get mad, but they'll be eventually good with it. I think the players will get mad. Eventually, they'll be good with it. I think the only fans that will really be over it are the Raiders and the Cowboys fans because they've sucked for so long. <laughs> It'll be like a winning season for them. Hey, we didn't lose any hey, this season. Sorry. Ah, oh, Hey, I'm excited for my Sooners they to take the lose. field this fall with Spencer Rattler at quarterback. Yeah. The right. Only, term, the, only the people in Oklahoma are, are <laughs> hey. for that one. Hey, we got, we got, you, don't, don't forget about my Texas Tech Raiders, yeah, brother. You man. Go, brother. Hey, you know, wow. we, we got a second year, Matt Wells. Even Mahomes was glad he left. Oh, whatever, man. <laughs> I just got that side eye. Just got that side yeah, eye. You know what? Weird. I don't think he would have gone football if it wasn't for Cliff Kingsbury. He would have gone baseball. Hey, bro. Kingsbury, he was pretty dang good Kingsbury, at baseball. Kingsbury's got a badass house right now. He does. He don't give a damn about nobody right <laughs> exactly. now. Exactly. Nope. I He's going to uh, put a movie on. That's Yeah, that, that's a topic for another podcast. But well, you know what? I agree. Like a Cribs issue? Well, just his whole, house is that the topic? I don't want to talk the whole about that. Failure, have you damn. seen his house? The failure no, of clicks. Cliff bro, have you seen my house? The failure of Cliff Kingsbury. Is, is, is it like Kingsbury's house? No, I, 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 I haven't seen I don't Kingsbury's know why house. We're it could be. I'm going to pull it up. But if it's like it's Kingsbury, I don't know why we're it's here. It's probably like his pool house. The thing I'm referring to is the failure of Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech, which I thought he was going to be a home run higher. Absolutely. That's for another episode. He probably made Texas Tech a lot of money. Oh yeah, oh, wow. and so yeah. that means the oh, yeah. program had to have benefited from that insurgence and that and that growth of money you're coming right. in. You're right. I mean, so, he, you're I mean, he's right. still he's he's the first. He was our first air raid quarterback. Yeah, you know, was, Mike Leach yeah. era and everything. Ninety nine to two thousand two. Yes. Yeah, was, I mean, he he's he's, he's the good. one that yeah there he's the go, one that got that's, it going on. That's what Kingsbury was drafting out of. Oh a man! I, I tried to expand that picture. Mansion. I tried yeah. to expand that picture because it does. It was an do ultimate it flex. Here's my problem. Yeah. Here's my problem though. Yeah, that is a, that's got, a pretty big dude, flex right got, there. He's got a huge flex in huge. the background. Is that a, nobody's is that a, there? Is that every five yards or is that like a ten yard? Is that like a? We don't know. Flex? We can't get the scale. I feel of it. like his TV is too high. He looks rather uncomfortable looking at that angle. I mean, look at the shoes. He's not even wearing socks with those. He, why shoes, does he have two screens? They look really expensive. Like he just looks like he's. I spent $750 on this throw pillow, and it's on the side of the couch. You know, I'm, I don't even sleep with it. I don't even use it. He either. spent way too... You know, this takes I, I me a while, because I struggle with, like, colors. Just because my wife... I'll say something. Hey, is that green? And she's like, it's red. And, you know, yeah. okay. He, he he tried really hard to make sure and only get it looks black and white in I'll that whole picture. You think he you think he goes in there and, oh, I want this black No, man, he, he, has, he pays that. So... Hey, whoever is doing it, he's doing it. Yeah, that's right. good. All right. Well, guys, this is going to conclude our very first episode. Ooh, yes, yeah. it was really raw. It was really, you know, different. 
we're going to get in the groove of this thing and we're going to make things a lot more smoothly moving forward. But I think it went by great. It went pretty good. It, it I, think good I, did, I think I did a really yeah, good yeah. job. Yeah. Like everybody else did a really <laughs> yeah. good job. Y'all did well. Y'all did well. We're I've got ex- some pointers. We'll talk about it, 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 off, it off mic. Yeah. We're, we're extremely excited, guys, <laughs> to get this thing rolling. And please stick with us as we move forward because we're going to be pushing out content weekly, um, whether it's sports related or um, the variety content that we're going to produce. It's going to be great. Uh, we're gonna. If any of you guys are interested in coming on as guests, just send us an email at bombcity.lockerroomtalk at gmail.com, and we'll get back to you. We appreciate all you guys for listening tonight, um, and I hope you enjoyed it.